0: Alright guys, welcome to another uh, edition of the Sailing Doodles podcast. We're going to be talking about cruising with pets uh, in this edition. That's kind of one thing we uh, kind of have, we know about. You're still learning about it, but I'm Bobby, this is Laura, we are the Sailing Doodles. Actually, the Sailing Doodles are Maverick and Goose, they joined us uh, about a month ago. It's been a while since we did our last podcast, but uh, I was happy to have them with us, so. So, hello. 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 All right. But uh, we, before we get started, I want to thank Gulf Charters of Thailand um, for helping us with this boat. They're the kind of the guys that made this happen. That's why we have this boat and we're taking it to Thailand and uh, Island spear Catamarans also. And it's uh, you guys that make this all possible, uh, patreon.com slash sailingdoodles, or you can just go to sailingdoodles.com, and uh, we couldn't do this without you, so thank you, cheers to you guys.
1: Thank you, cheers. Cheers.
0: Um, uh, by the way, we already cracked a couple of beers as, as our tradition when we do our live chats, so yes. here we are. All right, so um, we wanna get right to it with some of the most common questions. What do, What is the most common question we get about the sailing doodles?
1: Where they go to the bathroom.
0: Where they go to the bathroom, yeah. Um, Generally, I mean, we try to take them ashore as much as we can.
1: They're very ha- housebroken. Yeah, so they're
0: very housebroken. They
1: will hold it.
0: Yeah, as long as they can. <laughs> yeah. So so generally speaking, I mean, most people have a misconception. They think you're at sea all the time. Well, 99% of the time you're at anchor, you're in a marina. So it's really easy. We just pop them in the dinghy and head ashore or walk them from the marina or right. whatever we're doing.
1: Well, you're sailing to get somewhere right? to explore or right. whatever. Right. <laughs>
0: But, uh, so when we are at sea on an overnight sail or something like that, more than 24 hours, it is a bit, um...
1: It's not just stressful for the dog, i say it's stressful for Bobby as well. Yeah. Because he knows they're uncomfortable. Yeah. So.
0: Well, and and they'll wait, because they are so well housebroken, they'll wait as long as they can. Yeah. Um, which is kind of annoying. Sometimes it's over 30 hours, and I'm just like, just go, guys, just go.
1: Well, you know, you do a good job of trying to trick them, too, by putting on the leash and doing yeah. the whole... Well, keywords let's yeah. take a walk potty. and go potty yeah
0: go outside stuff. but what we do so when we do a long sail like that um we just walk them on the bow of the boat we just take them up there i used to put a mat out there i have found that doesn't really matter to them they'll go and they feel comfortable if it's really um rocky rocky roly, they don't like to do it they're uh, tense
1: they're holding on their hold- nails are kind of scraping yeah
0: yeah so they don't like doing that but if it's calm weather and or following seas or something they do just fine um, and then once they break, once they break the seal, I wouldn't
1: want to go out there when uh, it's rocking and rolling and try to pee too. I'd no. say I wouldn't be relaxed.
0: No, no. Um, so, but you know, we're not going to take them across the Pacific cause that's just too long to go. And then once you get there, there's a lot of islands where they're not, um,
1: right. They welcome. can't hit land anyways. So. Yeah.
0: Well, but we'll cover some of that, like what it's like to cruise with, uh, you know, later as far as the clearance and all that. But another common question is where do we walk them? Um, and how do we get them ashore? And all that, we just take them on the dinghy
1: yeah they love it
0: they love the dinghy they Uh. just
1: jump on i mean you get you start pulling in the dinghy Dingy, yeah. And they're like, "Don't leave me!" They're yeah. first in line to jump on. Oh yeah,
0: and then and then when we're actually getting close to shore, Maverick just did it the other day. So they sometimes you know the sh- the shore is nice and sloping and it's shallow water, and sometimes it gets deep real quick. We were probably ten feet, twenty feet off the well, beach
1: the first day. Yeah,
0: the first day it was right there. He it just, was
1: nice and shallow, and
0: he jumped out and he went swim about ten feet from the from the edge of the water. Well, went the next fine. day the tide was well in, so it was a lot steeper, and he jumps out about twenty feet before we get to the shore, and he's in about eight feet of water. I and was just
1: like cannonball. <laughs> <yeah. kapunk."
0: laughs> but he swims to the shore, though he does all right. So
1: yeah, I mean that's a lab in them. They mm-hmm. love to swim. They love being outside. Yeah.
0: These guys do shed a little because they uh, they're labradoodles, but they're first generation labradoodles, um, which
1: means what Bob? Uh,
0: it means their dad was a poodle, their mom was a Labrador. Uh, most labradoodles you see are actually um, multi generational. They're you know third or fourth generation labradoodles, or they bred them with poodles again. And so they don't shed. Um, these guys do, but not not as bad as a lab. But...
1: I'm definitely glad that they're across with some poodle. Yeah, because it would have been really... I mean they do shed. They're big dogs. Mm-hmm. We shave them often so they're cool and comfortable and have awesome mohawks and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we still got some hairballs here and there.
0: <laughs> All right. So what's uh, what's another common question we get there?
1: Um like how are they out sailing?
0: Yeah, how are they at sail? Um they do pretty well. Maverick is super brave on the boat. He doesn't care. He'll he'll walk around the boat no matter what. Goose he likes on,
1: to run up to the bow. Yeah. See, hang out. Yeah,
0: if we're he wants to be where we are. So if we're up on the bow, he'll follow us out there.
1: We're looking at dolphins, they're looking at dolphins. Yeah.
0: Goose, on the other hand, is a little bit more nervous. He'll come out there if it's calm, but if it's if he wants to stay in the cabin, if it's you know, rock and roll.
1: They take the best seats though in the cockpit. They do. They, they love to this. lay out and lounge, and
0: that's it's the lab a, in them too. It's huh? kind of annoying. <laughs> You're like, like that's my spot, but they don't care, that's what they want. Yeah.
1: But. I mean they like to sit at the helm too.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: yep. they do. <laughs> they want to drive. Right.
0: But, uh, so, uh, what happened there? See. Okay, uh, so how are they at anchor? Um, you know, they're good. They're kind of like, you know, they're guard dogs, really. If anybody were to come up the boat, or, you know, oh. if they come by in a dinghy.
1: Things like, they bark at. Dinghy, small boats.
0: Yeah. The dinghies are their squirrel. They're nemesis.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, they love the pelicans Yeah, pelicans too. Yeah, so
0: they do that. And at marinas, they kind of do the same thing. We kind of have to keep a better... Eye on them, though, no, just because so they bark at neighbors and stuff.
1: They have, yeah, they have to ease into it. After the first couple of days, of quit yeah. barking at everyone. And, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of activity, too. Like, people are washing boats. People are, you know, doing their grocery shopping. Right. And lots of people to bark at.
0: <laughs> so, another uh, question is, what about food for the dogs? Um, well, we before we left the United States, we really, we bought, like, three 50-pound bags. We mm-hmm. have one left. Yeah. Um, but dog food really isn't that Which, hard to so find. So, it's been what? it's been a month month and a half maybe no i
1: think it's been a
0: month month. yeah so they go through you know 100 pounds of dog food a month or so
1: and our dogs are 100 pounds yeah
0: they are pretty big dogs i would not (laughs) recommend going with this big of dogs i'm just saying but well
1: you know i mean they're fun to sleep with mm -hmm. but if your beds aren't big (laughs) that doesn't leave a lot for
0: you but generally speaking uh, as my cruising experience we've been cruising experience we've never had any problem finding dog food sometimes it's a bit more pricey uh you know you get out to some of the more remote islands and they ha- they'll have dog food but it'll be two or t- two or three times the price mm-hmm. so it's best if you get it when you can there you so um i guess uh on we'll, we'll just get it well now that those yeah. questions are out of the way we'll kind of do uh another big hit there would be clearance in and out for the dogs and places how
1: well what i've noticed with you is they go to a lot of uh, appointments appointments yeah. get their little their little puppy passport
0: right right and it's only
1: good for a couple of days Yeah, it's only too. good for 10
0: days so so clearing into most countries um they require a vet certificate within 10 days basically the jet vet takes them out checks them out and checks their uh, vaccination records and gives them a clean bill of health saying they're ready to go uh, and most countries want within 10 days of your arrival um so if you're going to be on going to arrive somewhere on the 10th of the month you need to do it on the first or after before they'll let you do it
1: how about when they land Does some of these places require a vet to look at your
0: occasionally? Yeah, occasionally. There's places like the BVI that have done that.
1: Saint Kitts was like that too.
0: Yeah. So, um, but you know, so you need your shots, records. Um, Some countries require titer testing, which is um, rabies testing. But basically, they're they're not testing for rabies. They're testing that you have the antibodies for rabies.
1: Um. Yeah. So, some and the reason why is because like Saint Kitts has never had one um case of rabies mm-hmm. so that's why they like to do the quarantine or get the titers there as right
0: well. right which is really there's only a few places you can get that actually you can get it done at most vets you can go to any vet but then they've got to send it off to these special labs there's only two or three labs in the world really yeah well maybe in the united states anyway i the, okay. when we did mine um we had to send it off to kansas state university i believe wow. something like that that's where they had to send it to how but, about that So as far as like, you know, some countries are different, like the Bahamas is pretty easy. Um, You have to get a permit ahead of time. If you're going to be working on that, I would say you need to start at least 30 days ahead because you have to send off with a money order um, to, you have to mail it to physically mail it. You can't just email it to them. You have to mail it to their board of agriculture. And then they've got to process it and send it back to you. So it takes, you know, however long the mail takes each way plus how long they process it. What I did is I sent it via UPS, like, priority and then put a self-addressed UPS priority prepaid thing in the envelope. So they just put it back and I had it within a week. Well, that was smart. Well, yeah, but I mean it's... It
1: keeps things going. Yeah, it
0: keeps things going. You don't have to wait on them. And there's a lot of good information on general uh, on these all all these different countries um, as far as like what the requirements are. If you go to noonsite.com. That's n o o n s i t e dot com. Uh, they have a pet clearance section for every country, and there's a lot of good information in there. And that's where I get most of mine.
1: So um, I was getting a different type of license, a nursing license, of course. But I was warned for these like smaller Car- Caribbean islands. Mm-hmm. They have lots of holidays, mm. so I always research that they're in yeah. holiday mode yeah. because they're also always on. Island time, yeah. so that can slow things down, too.
0: It's, it's, it's a little bit unrelated, but we, <laughs> we came into Cabo San Lucas, and, uh, you know, you got to clear with the port captain and all that, and we just happened by the immigration office. Well, it was two or three days before Christmas, and the immigration office closed, said we'll be back January 8th. I'm like, wow, what if you had to <laughs> do something there? So, right. But luckily, we had already cleared in the country, but um, as far as taking dogs like to the U.S. Virgin Islands, it's really easy, especially if you're an American citizen, they don't even ask. Um, they, you know, it's they, no big deal. Um, you just bring them in, but the BBI, um, is really easy. Um, you just need a vet certificate, which you'd need anywhere. Um, and then you got to set an appointment with their vet to meet you at the dock when you arrive. And so their email is on that noon site.com also. So you do that. And one of the things too, a lot of the countries require, um, I'm not exact. it's like USDA or whatever. It has to be a, a vet that's licensed to do that that vet certificate can't be just a regular vet like what we had to do in st thomas when we were going to the bbis we went to the local vet there and then he did the uh, inspection and all that and then he had to send the form off to another vet in st croix to get it signed by them and then we got it back so we were delayed a little bit going in there but that's just the way it is you
1: learn as you go you learn as you go and that's why we're doing this.
0: that's why we're doing it exactly there you go so the, the the french islands in the caribbean are really easy they really don't care about dogs most of them don't don't even won't even ask you know you just show up and they you're supposed to have your vet certificate but i've never been asked for it you know um but the british and the dutch islands they love their paperwork uh so <laughs> they do they do they're very bureaucratic uh so it's very difficult like st kitts where you lived for a long time it was a former british, british. And it's very hard, it's almost impossible to get your dog in there. It's not even worth it unless you're going to live there.
1: I think, I don't even know if I should say this, but I think that there's a a shortcut. And it's if your dog is a, um, like a... Personal security. Oh uh, kind of yeah, dog. like
0: what, a, a, a. Like
1: if you have anxiety or something. Right, right, like, an
0: emotional support dog.
1: Yes, I think that is the only shortcut. Right. And because there's a vet school there, and students use it, and they know they shouldn't, mm-hmm. and they're becoming professional vets. Oh yeah. But you know, they bring a lot of animals there. Well, that's it I mean, helps like their learning.
0: Saint Kitts. It was I. I looked at it because we were gonna swing by there and sell it, but me up. Yeah, yeah, pick you up. But they wanted two tighter tests within the last six months or six months apart or something, and those are two hundred and fifty dollars each dog. So I've got two dogs. So that's a thousand dollars worth of testing plus then you can't just do it everywhere and it's just and then all the paperwork that went with it it was just impossible
1: so after the hurricanes um hurricane let's see which one was it yeah. it was irma mm-hmm. we started doing relief trips for saint martin and we evacuated a whole bunch of students And they had their pets. So when they arrived in St. Kitts, we knew it was going to be an issue. But they did have their vet certificate, Mm -hmm. their vaccination record. But then our vet met them on the dock. And it couldn't be just anyone. Yeah, It couldn't just be any even professor at the vet school show up and uh, check each pet out individually
0: make sure they had it all
1: before they could even go to the airport they yeah mm-hmm.
0: that's a pain but hey it's what you got to do if you love your dogs you know we love traveling with them mm-hmm. but uh mexico was pretty easy i did all the proper paperwork ahead of time but they didn't even uh, i said hey here's their paperwork I'm like i don't care
1: and how much was your vet? Oh,
0: it was like 150 but 50 dollars for the vet certificate right. uh and then you know they didn't care at all
1: Exactly. But, I mean, I it, I mean it's that's... better to
0: have it than not. Right. But it's kind of a pain. Each different country you have to go to, or you want to go to, you have to do it. So
1: yeah, it's for Mexico, it was harder for us people to get in. Them. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was, honestly. It yeah. took us three hours to clear in. But a lot of things, so, okay, as far as clearance, every you know country is different. Like I say go to Noonsite.com. There's a lot of good information there. Uh, but a lot of things people don't think about when they're traveling with their dogs is that a lot of the island people are not dog-aware. You know, they're not dog-educated. So, like, especially the kids, because they don't see dogs very often, especially in the Bahamas and places like that where they don't have a whole lot of dogs or they're kind maybe, you know, they don't see domestic dogs very often.
1: Exactly. So if there's dogs around, too, they just, like dogs are strays you know mm-hmm. they're not on leashes they just run around dogs are dirty yeah dogs you know? are dirty
0: and then so like but the kids will come up and they don't understand that and so they'll come up and like be rough or just come up running at them and like swap swat at them you know like hit the <laughs> dogs and you know my dogs are but they would never bite anybody well mm-hmm. i can't say that but they would, never, they would say never, never yeah they would never they would never retaliate for something like that but other people's dogs might you know and then if right. that'd just be a you know, and then all of a sudden your, your dog turns and bites the kid. Well, now you're in big trouble.
1: That could happen. I mean, every animal or person has their breaking point, so. Mm-hmm. But. But yeah. You right? know, a person running at me, I don't know. I'm going to react to either, <laughs> yeah, especially if exactly. they're bigger than the same right, size.
0: Right, <laughs> right, right. Oh, you're pretty tough. I don't think I mess with you. <laughs> but uh, and another couple things to think about is, you know, pick up your poop. Uh, you know, because we're basically ambassadors for our country and for dog lovers, right? Right. And so, if I just go around and leave there, okay, it doesn't matter that there's a bunch of feral dogs out here and they're pooping everywhere. But if my dog poops, I pick up their poop just because the locals see that and they know that I'm caring for my dog and I'm not bringing in extra trash to their a island.
1: Courteous, yeah. I'm courteous, you're a guest.
0: Yeah. So, and that goes a long way for them being dog friendly.
1: Another thing is, poop carries disease. Yeah. So, pick up your own.
0: Yeah. <laughs> not exactly. somebody else's right, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: it keeps everything cleaner for everyone.
0: And just one thing you got to watch out for is all the I mean it, the fleas and feral dogs and all especially in the Caribbean there's some really uh dog fights. Well, dog fights, you never yeah. know. But there's a lot of like tropical diseases down there that we wouldn't get in the states for our dogs that you got to watch out for. So, you know, try not to I let my dogs run around off the leash on a beach a lot, you know, but I wouldn't let them run around off leash if I'm inland where they would get into other animals or something like that right right they were just just asking for something and then coyotes and stuff these guys are i don't think coyotes. well yeah a lady
1: was telling us last night she's like yeah you know she had a very small dog though very small fat dog and uh she's like yeah we cruise around our dog goes out on the beaches everywhere with us but she's Mm -hmm. like i didn't realize it until it happened Mm -hmm. coyotes come out sure and so, if your little pup gets too far away from you, there might be an issue yeah. there. Yeah,
0: and it's not, be cool. not, not only coyotes, but I mean, you know, kind of sea eagles and kind of big birds and all that. You gotta watch out for. them. I mean, there's these, a lot of
1: big birds There's here. a lot.
0: There's a lot, but yeah, you have to watch out for that. So one thing that's that's also kind of a hassle when you're when you're when you're sailing with dogs, especially big dogs like ours, and you're going to a beach with them and all that to walk them is the sand. Then uh, these guys, you know, they're big dogs, so they, they track a lot of sand. They in and,
1: some sand with their hair, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And so, you know, expect it's nice when we're in an anchorage that has a dock or we're at a marina because then we just walk them on the marina and they don't get all sandy and everything like that. But when we're at an anchorage where we have to take them ashore, they just hold a lot of sand. So
1: With their marina, too, you know, you have the hose right yeah. at your yeah. doorstep.
0: So what we try to do is every time we've been to a beach or something like that, We'll try to rinse them off or hose them off. And it's not only just for the sand. It's to get the salt water off I mean, them. Because just like you, you don't, you're uncomfortable and sticky when you have salt water on you. Yeah. And so it's the same for them. I mean, they've been in it before where they haven't been washed you know, with fresh water afterwards. But you know, Or, or maybe we would rinse them in salt water and these hadn't seemed too bad. But, you know, everybody's more comfortable after they get a fresh water rinse. So.
1: Yeah, sometimes they take, like, the biggest bowl of the kitchen and mm-hmm. fill that up with water and dip their little feet in it. <laughs> yeah. And that helps if we're dinging back, you know. Yeah, at least dipping
0: feet in it, yeah. I used to do that, to too. I would bring like a little um, bailing bucket in the dinghy, and on the way back, I'd just scoop water and, and bail it onto their feet and stuff like that and do that. But And then, you know, this boat this boat actually has a hose on the back when it works. It's got a kink in it and need to replace it. But, but, add that
1: to the list. Yeah, add that
0: to the list. There's always a list. Actually, she's writing that down on her list right now. Right now. now. <laughs> but... All right, so that's it for Cruising with Pets. I'm sure there's lots of questions and comments. Go ahead and leave them down below. And please give us a review on iTunes or whatever medium you're watching this from. It really does help us to grow the channel. And that's kind of how iTunes benchmarks all their podcasts. So the better and more comments and the more likes you do, the better it is for us. And we want to thank you so much. We wouldn't be able to do this without you um it's
1: definitely a group effort
0: it is so thanks so much and we this channel is funded by you guys so patreon.com sailing doodles uh you know we do uh we've got it set up per video but we only ever charge for one episode a week and that'd be the same with the podcast we're not going to differentiate that the podcasts are part of the bundle the bundle so for one one uh pay, payment per week uh, you know as little as a dollar a week that really helps us keep going and you know four dollars a month to you but if we get a bunch of people doing that it really helps us to go
1: yeah we get a lot of feedback so mm-hmm. we're just trying to go with it and give you more information yeah. more videos and mm-hmm. you know
0: yeah and if you're looking to do a charter check out Gulf Charters Thailand calm uh, they're kind of the ones that own this boat and we're helping them get it to Thailand but uh, I sailed on some of their boats in Thailand they got a really good deals over there it's a little bit more expensive to get there in airfare but uh Man, it's but gorgeous. it's almost
1: free once you get there. Yeah, I mean so. the cost
0: of cost of cruising over there is, which will be another Don't episode. Don't be discouraged. <laughs> another episode, actually. So the cost of cruising—that was a good segue. The cost of cruising um, that will be on the next ed- episode of Sailing Doodles. So check that one out. All right. All right. Cheers, guys.
1: Thanks, guys. Cheers.